Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'd like to be joined by the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling. That's Rivera. Hello. How are we doing? I'm very well, yeah. Not too bad, I'm not too bad. Getting by, as you do. I'll say, I will say to the listeners, I am dying of hay fever today. I've taken two tablets, so if I sniff, I'll try and cut as many out as I can. <laughs> Apologies if I don't get them all. <laughs> so, and we're delighted to be joined by the owner and founder of Fight for Honor Wrestling, Elijah Cole. How are you doing this evening, Elijah? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, huge thanks for joining us. So, yeah, I've wanted you on for a while. It seems to be, was it the 8th April? First contact with each other to say that. But, yeah, but. I think it was, yeah, just a bit of work here and there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how have you been surviving off there? Um, I think I've, I've been pretty much okay, to be honest. I know a lot hmm. of people have been suffering, but um, I was I was working in retail before all this happened, and um, it finally gave me an out of retail, but... Um, hmm. Yeah, when you know, I didn't want to sit at home and you know do nothing. So I've been working from home pretty much through this entire lockdown, doing various things, just keeping busy. Oh, cool. <laughs> Did you binge any series you could recommend for the listeners? Or? Um, One Division. Late, late was the most recent one. I haven't yep. got round to finishing um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I haven't got round to that yet, and I haven't got round to Loki. I think that started yesterday, was it? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. I want to. I might watch uh, it tonight, Loki. Yeah, that'll definitely be on the watch list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely getting on Loki tonight. 100%. Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, about wrestling-wise, are you usually a wrestling fan of the modern product? Um, I've been a wrestling fan since I was little. Um, grew up watching, split in between, you know, when it was back, um, back when it was all on, we got one show a week, I think it was Sunday Night Heat on Channel 4, mm-hmm. um, and everything was on Sky, um, as it is now, I guess, but um yeah and i also grew up watching a bit of wcw as well um, oh. so i've been a wrestling fan for um a long time um not so much a fan of the current wwe products say but nxt yes. uh, nxt uk and a bit of AEW. you know oh, cool. yeah <laughs> i do keep up to date with how have you found watching like the no fans era stuff it's weird isn't it it's, it's very just weird. A weird feeling um I found it weird attending um, live events when you don't hear the commentators. Yes, um, yes, I find yes. that I find that a bit weird, um, but especially when there's no fans, it's 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 surreal. It's, it's different. Yeah, and you don't you don't realize how much you missed it until um, d- double or nothing the other week when they had a full crowd. I was like, yes, this is what I miss. I know they had it at WrestleMania, but it still wasn't a full crowd. But when they had, yeah. The, um, the fans were so passionate that I was like, "Yes, this is what we've been missing." <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's going to be great when, obviously, hopefully, when everyone goes back to normal and you know wrestling events can have full capacity crowds. But it is it's it's definitely something that's taken some getting used to. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Especially for the guys in the ring. I mean, how they must be feeling, you know, 
all their careers, you know, working to the fans and working to the crowd and not to have that there, but, you know, still to try and put that energy across to the people just watching on TV at home. Mm-hmm. It must be, you know, must be weird for them as well. I always thought it'd be dead weird because you don't get that energy back. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like resting in front of a dead crowd where you, you, you're putting all that energy in and they just go, yay. <laughs> you've, got to bounce, you've got to have that to bounce off as well, haven't you, off the fans yeah. as well, especially, especially if you're a, you know, if you're a heel and stuff. It's yeah, no, it, it can be very difficult. Yeah, it did take the WWE wrestlers. It did take probably till SummerSlam for them to just figure out how to do things without a crowd. And I think, well, I think the AEW wrestlers they seem to sort out quite quite quickly. It may have been because a lot of the AEW wrestlers are used to working in front of smaller crowds because they come straight from the Indies. It's the only way I could think, put my head around it. So they, they could have they could have been wrestling in front of fifteen people. Recently, <laughs> compared to the established WWE stars, like Randy Orton's never probably wrestled in front of a small crowd, really. And I, I know he's in uh, that Florida Championship wrestling for a little bit. Well, no, there was O'Valley, OVW at the time, probably wasn't that, but, but yeah, there's still probably a couple of hundred people even then in his, his early 20s. So. Even at OVW, you had a, you had a big crowd mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, but was, they, always, yeah. they always had a good crowd at OVW. Yes, yeah, so it's the same. It's the same like NXT, isn't it? It's not you know in the full sale. It's not the biggest of crowds, but I you know they can they can make some noise. Um, yes, but yeah, it must be you know even if that's only a couple of hundred people, it's you know it's it's different from obviously like you say like what Randy Orton would expect to be in wrestling in front of thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> this is the professional Nathan Cruz, and you are listening to Broken but glorious podcast because like me you are head to toe a pro so who was your favourite wrestler growing up just gives away your age usually uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think when I got into it properly it was more towards middle to end of the attitude era going into the ruthless aggression mm-hmm. um, but I was a big tri- I was a big Triple H fan I was a big Degeneration X fan mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I just like you know, the idea of the Rebels, I guess. Um, <laughs> which, surprisingly, I, I wasn't so much a, a big Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. That was more my dad that liked Stone Cold. My mum liked The Rock, my dad liked Stone Cold, and I liked Triple H, so that was pretty much your wow. main events at the time, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like Triple H. Triple H was always my favourite. Yeah, even though I was, wasn't really that into wrestling during the Attitude Era, I still had a Triple H, I know, a DX hockey jersey and a cap and the dog tags. And a thing on my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got that. I don't know. It doesn't fit me anymore. So I'm a bit heavier than I was when I was seventeen. <laughs> but my, my oldest is fifteen, sixteen, and he has it now. The original one I had from the late nineties. <laughs> so. Good job. I'll be, that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I like that that jersey that came out on with the X. If, it, if it's the same one that I'm thinking of, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, a, it's a great one. <laughs> it, might, it might be worth a bit of money these. <laughs> definitely is like I've, I've got an Instagram account where they sell original Attitude Era like merchandise mm. I, like this Austin Beanie was on there the other day and it was $330 they were trying wow. to sell it for yeah is that just like old you know memorabilia or was it signed or anything no it's just old memorabilia yeah. it's just a, it's a hoodie with the skull and the, yeah. uh, the two middle fingers oh, and the old wow. WWF logo on it yeah I'm sure I'm sure my mum 
I begged my mum to order it from the WWE magazine when I was about 16, 17, so it must be, I don't know, I'm 39 now, so 22 years old, probably. (laughs) Nearly as old as me. Yeah. (laughs) It is as old as me if if it's 22. Yeah, it must, it must be. Yeah. I reckon I was 17, 18 when I got it. So, yeah, 14 a couple of months. Yeah. I'm 33 at the end of this month. So, <laughs> so, you, so you wrestled as the platinum standard Lucas James. What prompted you to don the tights again to the ring yourself? Um, again, it was uh, obviously at the time I was working in retail and um, two of my friends from where I was working, um, we were in talks to you know potentially start our own promotion then. Oh wow! Um, and you know, it was because three guys that you know had the love of wrestling, um, and the the other two gentlemen they um, they carried on. I unfortunately backed out. I didn't have the finances and um, quite of the you know to, to go all in on it. Um, but hmm. it became um, local here in North Wales, um, in like Clandidno, Conway area. Um, it was uh, Conway County Wrestling. Oh wow! Yeah, um, which has now been. You rebranded to uh, Fusion Pro. Yes, um, we, we discovered them during the lockdown. My, my um, five-year-old has got a slight obsession with Rumbles, and he has a slight obsession with Paradox. So we found a ta- yeah. I don't know how he found a tag team or a Rumble from Fusion that had the Paradox, and he's five. He somehow found it on YouTube. Yeah, and we've we've watched quite a lot of Fusion ever since. That's how we discovered it. <laughs> It's a it's a great little promotion. Mm. Um, definitely, definitely a lot of fun, um, especially with you know family friendly wrestling and yeah, um, some some great guys there, and yeah, you know, it's just a fun environment. Um, and from when it was Conway County Wrestling, I've been in and out of a ring myself. Um, obviously because I wanted to try it, but um, yeah, um, I out of the ring. I think it was about 2018. Yeah. Um, my body and, and fitness levels were not cut out to be in the ring. Um, if you ever see, if you ever do find a match of mine, yeah, you, you'll see me gasp within about you know, the first lockup. Um, but yeah, and, and it just got to that point where I, I had some ideas and um, what I wanted to do. And um, yeah, it was just the right time. And I tried to do this from the start of January 2020, but obviously. Mm-hmm. Covid and and stuff just put a halt on my, not only my plans but everyone else's plans. For, you know, there's a few promotions that had to, uh, you know, suffer for the year and didn't get started until this year as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just hoping that everything goes well over the rest of these coming months and you know that it allows us to actually get going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Freedom Day, twenty first. Elijah Cole is such a cool name. Why didn't you use that as your wrestler name? Ah, right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah. So I actually changed my name to Elijah Cole by Deedpole, um, and I did that in 2019. Um, oh, right. Okay. And as, as much as what everyone's running through their mind of what you're <laughs> hiding from and who you're running from, um, <laughs> it was it was genuinely just more for the fact that I was bored of it. Um, I was born Adam Shenton. Um, I hated all my friends and my work colleagues calling me Shenton all the time. Um, and the family on my dad's side that I do have left, I, I'm not in touch with any of those uh, members of the family. So I just thought that uh, it was just a, a fresh start kind of thing. Um, and I just picked two names that I you know, kind of liked and no one can shorten them or call me either of them and I'm not going to like it. But yeah, it was generally mostly because I was born 
that's changed, but also just something of uh, art, you know, make make my own name, try and make my own path in the world rather than, you know, since I'm not close to any remaining family. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you have kind of, kind of touched on this a little bit. So you're happily wrestling and then you decided to start a promotion, fight for fight for on it. Was it originally called Culture Shock? I'm trying to remember what it was. It was yes. yes. Uh, the plan was uh, to originally have it as Culture Shock. Um, but there was some concerns just with um, other promotion, just, you know, that it was very similar to ah, uh, their branding and their name. So, you know, we came to an agreement and, you know, obviously that promotion has been around a considerable amount of years. Um, mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, I haven't even done a show yet. So obviously uh, agreeable. It was, you know, the, the right thing to do just to avoid any confusion. And, you know, like I've just, I've had this, goal from the start that I just want to have positive relationships with uh, other promoters and other promotions um, it can only benefit you know the industry as a whole yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah I don't want to step on anyone's toes and I don't want to uh, think and it was you know the, the, <laughs> the actual funny story I was having a conversation with um, uh, a drill about this actually oh, yeah. um, I, I originally wanted to do my own podcast and it, it made one episode um, and then I, um, it didn't go any further um, but any time that I had any, you know, promotion made up on paper or uh, like in the latest WWE game when you make your own stadiums and stuff, yes, um, I wanted it. I wanted it to be called uh, "This Is Wrestling." All right, after um, his promotion, <laughs> <laughs> and then that came along, didn't it? I found that out. Um, so obviously, the reason why I changed to Culture Shop Wrestling was because "This Is Wrestling" <laughs> was already taken. But yeah, um, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Third time's uh, the charm. <laughs> Third times a charm, yeah, hopefully. Um, but I think um, I like Fight for Honor. I mean, it's quite close to Ring of Honor, um, but hopefully different enough to uh, not get confused. Obviously, a small startup promotion in the UK compared to a big promotion in America. That's definitely. Were you surprised that there wasn't more of an established wrestling scene in Chester already? Have you looked into it? Um, considering how much of, you know, like, it, it is a little hub in itself, isn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, if you go a bit more north, you've got Liverpool, um, so Manchester. It's like, it's like you got the massive, massive the scenes in, like, Lancashire, Liverpool, no, Manchester, yeah, Czech, uh, Lancashire, Liverpool. Then you've got North Wales, it's got a quite decent wrestling scene. And just, yeah, I just, it I does, yeah, along the coast. It's just, um, I just wanted to, you know, I, I like Chester. I'm, I've always looked to move there myself. Um, yeah. And yeah, um, I was, you know, when I was approaching a couple of people, you know, they said to me that there's not much of a scene, obviously, in, in Chester, that area. Obviously, there's a few promotions in Cheshire uh, area in general. Mm. Um, but in Chester itself, you know, that gap between Chester and Wrexham kind of doesn't have anything. Um, I know Basics uh, Wrestling um, in uh, Queen's Ferry, uh, they, you know, used to do Wrexham Way, um, not so much anymore, but. Um, you know, between them, uh, Britannia, um, obviously in the uh, Prestatinville area, and then yeah. moving on to this end of North Wales with, you know, Fusion and and a bit further, obviously, Welsh wrestling holds some shows that way. Um, I think uh, Chester, uh, I, hopefully, you know, obviously we get a good turnout, but Chester's kind of that missing little hub in between, you know, North Wales to Liverpool to, to, to Manchester. It's, you know, that little area there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, there's someone who goes to Chester as a lot because I, I hmm. play football there. I'm I'm surprised there's not more that's gone on there in the past. To be honest, there's, it's hardly been touched. There was um there was a couple of shows there 
a few years ago. The name of the promotion escapes me, but they, they've since since folded, I believe. But I'm surprised it's never been been touched more and tried out. Yeah, definitely. Considering it is such a big area. Yeah, it's a lovely city as well. I just, I just, yeah. I was going to say, my question is, when, when are you going to let me throw someone into the river, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want to, you know, you're going to get all these ideas, aren't you? <laughs> um, I've already, uh, I had a conversation with uh, Alfie Brooks, and he said, um, does any of the venues that you're looking at have high places for me to jump off? Um, <laughs> so you want you, you want to throw someone in the river, uh, he wants to jump off high things. Anyone else that's on the roster, you know, if you've got any crazy ideas that you want to throw at me, we'll see, we'll see what we can do. Hey, if Alfie wants to jump on me and I'll catch him and throw him into the River D, I think we've got a match there. <laughs> there we go. We do have a match. We'll come up with some Lance Rivera, Lance Rivera, Alfie Brooks in a park gate death match. So you just have a, like, like a swamp match. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. It's writing itself, isn't it? We're going well, to have to get you on board as a, as a bucket here, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. I thought it could be the um, it could be the enforcer on the the outside. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got some great uh, names signed up. So you've got like Nathan Cruz and Robbie X and um, Matt Myers, who are like big stars, like NGW. Then you've got like uh, Big John's Joe, Alexa Falcon, who have been on WWE Network recently with Progress, and most importantly, you've got our very own Lance Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering what you were going to say that. <laughs> So how did you go? What was the process of assembling the roster for the um, first show? So it was just just people that I've been a big fan of, um, and obviously a lot of people of you know the ones that are making quite a name for themselves, um, and a lot of the people that I'd approached and spoken to, you know, they recommended others, you know, who they've worked with and 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 so forth. But, mm-hmm. Um, I was extremely excited, you know, um, when I reached out to you know Nathan Cruz and Robbie X, and you know they were happy to. I know a lot of people, you know, will, you know, it's it's their job at the end of the day, so it's money and it's it's big business, you know, it's you know they you know they're going to do it, but yeah, you know, as as a as a brand new promotion, and obviously we don't have anything to you know back us up of you know our history, you know, we're making that now. Um, it's nice that you know some you know big stars like that you know take a chance and and you know want to help out you know the the upstart promotions and um especially when you know in this day and age at the moment with everything that's gone on in the industry um a lot of people don't know who to trust uh, definitely i guess from from the workers point of view as well um so yeah it's nice you know to have these established guys on board um with a, a lot of you know up and coming people talented people you know like lance and and um, you know Alexis Falcon, like you said, she's been on uh, Progress recently. Big Guns Joe's on Progress. Um, you know the stepping stone, pretty much. You know to NXT, and um, come at the point where I've missed out on you know potentially working with some some good names. You know that have gone on mm. to NXT and things like that. Um, but hopefully, I get to work with a lot of people. You know that before they make that step. Yeah. <laughs> Some great tag teams have been announced as well, like Synergy, Born Again, uh, Celtic Cross, Made to Last. Are you planning to like do a, a decent focus on tag team wrestling? I want to, and, and you know what? Before we, um, I was actually thinking about this while you know when I was waiting to come on here tonight. Um, I was, you know, I've already got this plan of having the all women's uh, event, yes, um, and some of some of the amazing talent uh, in the female divisions that 
we, we you know we, the matches that we could put on and stuff like that. Um, the you know the tag teams that I've announced, um, and there's still a, a couple, two or three tag teams, you know, that I'm in talks oh, with, wow. and, you know, that have contacted me, you know, wanting to be part of it. Um, you you could do a show with the amount of you know tag teams, good quality tag teams that there is, and um, that are interested, and I'm interested in. You, you could easily have your own tag team show. Yes, <laughs> um, but there's definitely you know some some great matchups that could be made. Um, you know, especially I was looking forward to Frontline, you know, being a part of that, but unfortunately, um, things Sorry haven't. About that. <laughs> oh, don't worry about. It. No, when when Jack messaged me and let me know that you know his decision, it was I was quite good, still quite good. I was looking forward to you know working with you both, and um, but you know, obviously everyone has their own. Um, feelings about what you know what they're doing and stuff and he's made that decision hasn't he so all the best to him in the future but obviously you know should he change his mind uh doors always open yeah definitely when, when lance told me last night there was going to be it was going to be front line versus synergy i was like oh what an amazing match <laughs> it would have yeah um but yeah I mean, but things, i was things looking forward to it i was really i was yeah. really excited for it yeah, and then jack messaged me <laughs> <laughs> what, what you'll have to do is just do a f- for one of synergy versus Lance. I mean, we, so we, we can do just, that. If, we, I think that'd be great. If Lance wants to match so much, we we can you know we can definitely arrange that. That's absolutely fine. I can. I'll I'll take all four of them. <laughs> I'll take on anyone. <laughs> I'm number one for a reason. I can I can take on anyone. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, you're definitely going to hear these comments. <laughs> Rod and Jake on the podcast is that nobody's ever seen Lance win a match. <laughs> I promise you, I have because I've got I've had I've had titles. I've got, I've got all sorts. I've, I've, <laughs> might be a fluke, but I've still done it. <laughs> so, so have you got an idea of how you're going to go about choosing your first champions? Um. So my idea for titles, obviously, uh, hopefully everyone's seen the, the you know the the fight for honor title which yes. will be the main title um we do plan on having tag team titles um which will you know number one contenders will be decided over the first few shows um and then obviously we are going to be going into that all women's tournament which will crown uh, a women's champion and we do want to have a uh, a mid card um title mm-hmm. um just just because there's, there's you know the the amount of great guys that we have on the roster obviously gives a bit more competitiveness for everyone um in regards to i've got an idea of who i'd like to potentially you know kick off championships and and run with Mm -hmm. them yeah um but there hasn't been so much of a uh you know not so much of a plan as such just yet more of ideas of of who i want and how i can you know obviously Make sure that the people involved are, you know, built correctly. Yeah, definitely. Lance Vera put all the titles is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've just heard. I'm, I'm just assuming you don't want to get my hopes up or anything to say it on the podcast, but that's what I'm hearing is Lance Vera for, for all the gold. Yeah. So what, that, that, I, I think that was also was it a um, tornado four versus one handicap match, um, synergy versus Lance Vera, and if Lance Vera wins, he gets uh, shot at all the titles. Yes. That sounds like a pun to me. Yes. I like that. Well, like before or after you throwing Alfie Brooks in the river. <laughs> or at, at the, the same, same time. time. At the same yeah. time. Five versus one then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
sounds like a pun to me. I like the sound of it. <laughs> the Lance wins. He's the, the one-man tag team champion. He's the mid-contact. With Stacey Rose by my side, I can do anything. <laughs> if Synergy win, they can divvy out the four titles between them. <laughs> the only the only question there is is are you going to allow Stacey to go for the women's title or are you going to attempt to go for that yourself as well? Hey, I can I can go for it as well. Why not? <laughs> Me and Stacey can have a good match for it. We can compete with each other. No, competition's good. I didn't expect the opportunity to go for the women's title. But <laughs> I'll, I'll run with it. Thank you. Didn't expect oh, that. You <laughs> You just said with Stacey by your side, but obviously the fact that she's part of the women's division, I just wanted to know whether you were planning on <laughs> allowing her to have her own chances or whether you were going to take all of the chances <laughs> for everyone. Chances. I'll take everything for everyone. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's time for the prince to become a king, I suppose. And that, it seems like that's the path you're putting me on. You're the Playboy King now, is it? Oh, it sounds like it. If I get all the titles, then it has to be, doesn't it? Are you planning to have like a ongoing storyline from show to show or are you going to have like storylines within each show like, um is that, that word see that puts me back into um my thoughts of you know how the industry is today mm-hmm. um and it's more from a fan base kind of thing because you get a lot of fans that complain that there's no long-term booking um, yes. but then you also get fans that complain when things have gone on a little bit too long as well um and Especially, you know, say in WWE, there's been a lot of times recently where some storylines have started and ended before they've even got going. Um, I'd oh, like, like, like you build, you build out the black up for weeks, he appears on TV, and then you release them two days later. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I'd I'd like there to be, you know, obviously there's there's going to be storylines, yeah, pretty much, um, yeah. Um, I want there to be storylines running from show to show, overall picture. Um, yes. Not, not to say that there won't just be you know random matches, you know, and and but as long as it makes sense, um, I just want it, you know, anything that we do, any matches that we do, any storylines, title changes, things like that, as long as it makes sense. This is Synergy Super Athlete Troy Ryan, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. First show, twenty third of October, at the Cheshire County Sports Club in Chester. Genesis, yeah, great card out so far, three matches. Yeah, two of the best in British wrestling, Robbie Axis, Nathan Cruz. I'm guessing that's the main event. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, potentially. <laughs> oh, I, I classed it as a, I, I pitched it as a headline, you know, to, yes. to bring the fans in. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know, as as bigger names as they are, um, you know, I, you know, you don't want anyone to overshadow anyone else that we've got on the card as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've got some great names you know, in the Fatal Four Way. Um, Obviously, with uh, Dylan Roberts, um, yes, veteran, sixteen-year veteran, um, Chase Alexander, who's doing uh, tremendous things uh, he's, recently. Yeah, he's, he's doing amazing stuff in Britannia before it stopped. So he just, yeah. just did he just win the next gen championship before we finished? I think. Oh, the future shock on the uh, no, that was that's the other person I'm thinking about. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure he beat um, Dougie Matthews. Oh, the Alpha Gen, yeah. Alpha Gen, yeah, yeah. the Alpha Gen Alpha title, Gen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, just won it. And then, um, yeah, the, the you know the third man that's been revealed for that match, JJ Webb. Um, obviously, he's doing doing things. And if you saw Future Shock on you know the weekend, uh, got his belt. Yes, throw your jays up. Then we, then but, we have yeah, you know, question marks. Marks indeed. It's looking like an absolutely sensational match. That I'm excited to see who the fourth man is. I'm very excited. 
Yeah, you definitely have to stay tuned. I just but don't know like, it gets any better from that. I don't, I don't know who you're going to add in there to make it better, but I'm excited to see. But yeah, going on to that 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 topic there, obviously, you know, like Nathan Cruz and Rob BX, um, uh, two of the biggest stars in the UK. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to write off uh, the, you know, any of the the guys in that fatal four way or anyone else no. on the roster. <clears throat> um, I think with the roster that we've got and the experience of like Robbie X and Nathan Cruz and Dylan Roberts and you know, like I said, like the up and comers and you know the ones that are established in the area, there's potential for some absolute classic. Uh, like you said, Matt Myers um, as well uh, happens to be Nathan as uh, Nathan Cruz's tag team partner as well. Yes, there's yeah. also there's also the potential of um, Team Sin to uh, join the tag team division as well. Oh, <laughs> you've also announced a triple threat match. Uh, Chantel Jordan. I still can't believe she's like 17. She had that amazing match with um, Joey Janela. <laughs> Street fights that went around all the way around. I think it was. <laughs> they were on the bus and everywhere. Yeah, Alexis Falcon and then like Harley Hudson who's yeah, great wrestler. So, it's going to be a great that match. That looks like a great match as well. I'm excited for that. Very talented, all three of the ladies. Um, <coughs> genuinely scared of Chantel. Looks like you know she would kick my head off. Um like you said, um, Alexis Falcons making names. Um, I think I said to her, uh, you know, it's good to, to work, you know, before she ends up in NXT. Yes. Um, definitely, you know, with, you know, with the path that, you know, progress and, and that's on. Um, someone that I would love to have worked with. Um, obviously, if I, you know, and if I ever do get a chance, um, big fan of Millie McKenzie. Um, yes. and obviously she's gone on to NXT UK. And if, you know, if Alexis, um, Falcons go heading that way as well, you know, it shouldn't be too much longer. Or you could expect to see her in NXT. Um, but yeah, there's some great, great talent across the board. Um, the women's division is getting, is getting stacked as well. I think everything's getting stacked at the moment. It's just, I'm just happy that everyone, you know, that I've spoken to is, you know, excited to be on board. And, um, yeah, we do have the potential to put on some absolute really good matches. Yeah. On, on that match, um, mm. I'm, I'm really excited to see it because, um, I've seen, Alexis and Harley work each other before and it's always been great watching yes, them yeah. work together. And then adding Chantel in as well, who is such a, a sensational talent. It just you're just adding more and more to it. I'm really, I'm really excited to see Chantel live. I've only ever seen her on YouTube. I've not had a chance to see her live yet. Yeah, again I saw I've seen Alexis face Harley a couple of times. Yeah. Chantel is really, really good in person. I saw her mm-hmm. wrestle at uh, wrestling for Yeah. She she really stands out. You you I'm trying to find the words here, <laughs> but like you, she stands out because um that that's the best way of putting it. She was in a multi uh, woman match on that show. It was a um a scramble match, but she she picks a moment and she stands out for someone who's so young as well. It's uh it's yeah, that, that, that would have been a couple of years crazy. ago when she was like fifteen. Or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, it must have been. Yeah, she must, I'm sure, I'm she's, sure she's, just turned, she's only just turned seventeen. Seventeen now. She must, yeah, she must have been only fifteen. But yeah, she she really stood out in that that match mm-hmm. with a with a lot of um, talented women in there as well. But yeah, Mill- Millie was in that match as well. Oh. <laughs> so for her to stand out in there as well, just it's a testament to her talent and to for her to face Harley and uh, Alexis on this show. It's going to be well, it's going to be a classic. And considering it's the first show, there's only better things to come, isn't there? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely a lot of potential matchups. Um, that even me, uh, I'm probably going to sit here and be the biggest mark for the promotion myself. I can't wait to 
you know, to to, to see it live, and you know, and to and to watch it back as well. I'm I'm quite excited to see what, uh, you know, because obviously you can put the matches together, you can get the people in, but the joy is watching those talented people put on the match and and see what they can make out of it, and that's what I'm excited to see. Yeah, the great thing about to watch it as well. Yeah, Alexis is such a great like locker room leader when it comes to the women's division as well. So I, I was backstage at um, just fabulous wrestling doing some interviews, and she, yeah. She was having a triple threat match with what's Jessica Light's new name, Hannah Hannah Taylor, um, Harley Hudson, and yeah, and she was planning to match out for at least like twenty minutes between the three of them. And, oh, it's just amazing how she just the, the way she thinks about wrestling is so, so good. So she she'd be great on that side of things as well, just being the locker room leader for your women's Definitely. division. Definitely, and everyone everyone that I've you know approached, they they've all been superb. Um, some genuinely down to earth, nice people. Mm. And you know, I you know, for as big a names as they are, Nathan Cruz and Robbie X, I've I've had nothing but you know, it's been a pleasure to discuss things with them at the time. Um, and you know, you've always got that thing of oh, they've you know, some people have a, a big name. You think how are they going to you know respond to you, and are they going to take it seriously? Are they going to be that interested? But you know, they've been nothing but professionals, and it's it, you know, it's it's really nice that you know, like I said. For someone that's just starting a promotion and we don't have the history to back us up of, you know, being legitimate and stuff that, you know, big names like that are taking their chance, you know, to appear at the shows. Um, and yeah, the, you know, their experience is going to be brilliant to have. Oh, so, so where can people find tickets for the show? Are they on sale yet? Yeah, so they are on sale. Um, so we were originally doing them through our website, uh, which is www.fightforhonor.com. Um so the events page is still there, but the link will take you to Eventbrite. All right, so take And that's where our tickets are at the moment. And um, yeah, we're just posting those links on social medias. I think I've done one today already. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, hopefully, hopefully the tickets fly, and hopefully we you know we can get um, you know for some some of the guys you know it might be their first show back, depending on you know time of the, the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know how they fall in the calendar with other promotions, you know, and hopefully you know we could put some bums in seats for them and and, and welcome them back. Yeah, I'm so look, I'm so looking forward to. It. I'm so going to try my best to get to this show. <laughs> so, I'm only on the world, so I'm not that far away. <laughs> get yourself, get yourself a front row yeah. seat. Yes, so, get put, yourself a ticket, Chris. Come on. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll put ticket information in the description below the interview. So it is the 23rd of October. At the Cheshire County Sports Club in Chester. So, yeah. Um, this is the part where we bully you, Chris, into buying a ticket live on the podcast. <laughs> I get paid on the 18th. I can get one then. I get all my overtime. That's, <laughs> it's not six, good six, enough. I want you to get it now before it sells out. I can't. I've already I can't been get, I can't get it now. On, on Twitter. I've got, I've got my it's... first night out in 18 months on Friday, and I'm spending all my money. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't care about your, your night out. My first I'm night out for 18 months. This means it's going to... I don't care. This means this show is going to sell out in a few days. I'm on the show. Of course it's going to sell out. So Elijah will put a ticket aside for me, and I can pay him on the 18th. <laughs> oh, well, we heard you're, asking, you're asking favours now. <laughs> I, I thought we heard um, Lance was going to pay for your ticket because he's you know, going up against, you know... Four, four guys for the complete the reason I have money is because I keep money <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was paying for anything <laughs> yeah, are, you, are you stingy then are you <laughs> I wouldn't say stingy it just it, it depends on the right person doesn't it 
And I'm sorry, Chris, you're not worth it, my friend. Mr. <laughs> Playboy Prince. I love you greatly, but... Yeah. If you can get your ticket and get there, um, you're more than welcome. Yes, I want to. Let's... Make some noise, welcome everyone back to wrestling. Yes. Yes. For everyone listening, they have to buy their ticket as soon as possible, because <laughs> otherwise it will sell out. Yeah. Don't miss, don't miss your chance to boo Lance Rivera. No, Are you planning to have really Big Guns Joe as a face or a heel? Oh, that's, oh, that's a question. question. I'll have to prepare my five-year-old because we were going to <laughs> TNT. He also he didn't like it that he was a face because he likes to sing Tiny Tiny Joe with him. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had a discussion. <laughs> I, have I? I can't remember. I think that's a discussion that I do need to have with him mm-hmm. um, on <laughs> his disposition for that match. Um, but yeah, I guess you'll have to buy that ticket and find out. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Let the crowd decide. Let the crowd decide. We sing Tiny Tiny Joe in him anyway. You know, it's good there. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of wrestling these days as well, isn't it? Um, I know a lot of people say kayfabe, kayfabe is dead and it's more reality wrestling uh, these days with social media and stuff. Um, but it allows for uh, a lot more character development because mm-hmm. fans are going to support who they want to support. Yes. And the faces are not always going to be cheered and, and uh, the heels are not always going to be booed. And if you look at the likes of Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens and, and, and stuff like that, it's shown um, pretty much anyone that went up against Brock Lesnar for pretty much a, a time. Um, you know, the faces um, don't always, well, aren't always faces on the on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so who knows? That's one of the key parts of, uh, of wrestling. You've got to react to the crowd. Something yeah. I, I I was always uh, I've been taught is to um you've just got to go with what feels right in the, in the moment because like if you look at Rock and Austin at WrestleMania 18 they started booing the Rocks so the Rock went all right then Rock and the Rock and the Rock and Hogan, the yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Hogan he, at 18 yeah. play off the crowd don't you but that's I think that's what everyone's taught is to, to play off the emotions of the crowd um yeah and if they're booing you then there's no point trying to win them back, is there? No. <laughs> oh no, you just you've got to go with it. You've got to call the audible, brother, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? Oh, if I can remember them. Um, <laughs> so on Twitter, uh, I believe it's Fight for Honor, but it's with a four, the number yes. four instead of the word four. Um, on Instagram, it's Fight for Honor Wrestling, uh, and same on. Facebook is Fight for the Rest of the Rock. And yeah, that's the 23rd of October, Cheshire County Sports Club in Chester. Yes. The tickets are available on Eventbrite, uh, which you can find on the links uh, on the social media pages. And you can also find it on our website, which is Fight for Honor. <laughs> I'll put links in the description to all your social media and all links to all the ticket information. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again, maybe closer to the time. Definitely. And about the updated uh, card. And stuff. Thank you for wanting me on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. 